Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 124. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You are looking around, going under the water, splashing around and stuff, and you grab a hold of something, and you're starting to pull it up, there's like a hand attached to it and like the hand comes up with it uh-huh. and so does the creature that the hand belongs to. We're going to roll initiative here, but before we roll initiative, you're going to make a fright check. Okay. Discipline. Discipline. And this seems to be a ambulatory corpse, so I feel like that's probably three, not just a creepy hand on your shoulder in the dark. Do I have to make a fright check? Can I just scream? <laughs> you can scream. The question is, will you be suffering mechanical penalties? Okay. I have success in three threats. But yes, I will scream, because that is still... There is no amount of discipline that I have at this point in my... You wait until you got out of the water to scream. So, a possible use on a prayer check for three threats can be staggered, which would mean no actions. Can I still scream? So that would be like the standing there just screaming thing. Can I just scream and look at it? Yes. So we'll do that for you. Okay. Before going your first turn in combat, you will be screaming. You will still be allowed to maneuver. So if you also want to back away or whatever. Or drop you'll it. You'll be free to maneuver. So you we still need some... Cannot do actions. Initiative checks. We do have initiative checks. This is vigilance I'm gathering for all of us? It is vigilance. That's Kachin. You... Want to include him in the ally slots with you, or you want to give him his own slot? Uh, right now, he, uh, he can be with us. It is. All the player slots, and the bad guy. But there's another... Oh? What do we got? Mystery. 1.1. Still the same. Okay. Three allied slots. Two bad guys. I don't know, do you want to go first and scream and step back? Yeah, but I'm still holding the thing. You have a hand on the rod... You brought it up out of the water, and also holding it was another arm, and then, like, the body came up. Okay. And it is a disgusting, rotting corpse. Yeah. I think I scream. I back up if I can, but I forget to let go of the thing, because I'm just screaming. Okay. You're still holding on to the staff. Yeah, and it's not because I really, really want the staff at this point. I'm just acting so, instinctively and apparently letting go of something. You guys are in swamp water. So right now, it takes two maneuvers to change range bands because this is bad terrain. So your full turn is taken with a double maneuver of backing away. Yeah, but at this point, I'm just pulling him with me because I don't have presence of mind. Cinematic, cinematically, he is lurching. He is now up all the way out of the water and lurching at yeah, you. Okay. And a second one like lurches up out of the water as well, a little further over. Uh, do I also need to make a fright check, or they're not directly on me? So. You need to make a fright check of two purples, as they are not on you. I have failure, but a, but a triumph. 
You have failure, so you're taking a black die to everything in this. Yep. You have a triumph, though. After this combat, walking corpses are not frightening to you anymore. Well, let's see how the combat goes first. Uh, okay, no fear of corpses. They're more scared of you than you are of them. <laughs> the least kind of undead is perhaps what I learned. Is Hepa engaged with this corpse, technically, or because they're both holding this, or it is not holding the rod anymore? Hepa is engaged with one of the corpses, because they okay. are both holding the rod. There is a second corpse that she is not engaged with. Trick will slog through the, the water to get to Hepa to pull her away, because she's just screaming. She's trying to get away, but... <laughs> so far in battle, I'm not very helpful. I run, no, that's okay. or I scream. So you're going to double maneuver to get to Hepa. Yes. You want me to make like some sort of brawl or athletics to... Athletics. Okay, that's unfortunate. The difficulty is two purples. To fail with four threats. Uh, I can fall in the mud. Definitely a possibility. Yes. I slip and you, fall you, trying to pull you You fall away. under the water. Yep. Perfect. I'll stock up and... So right now you are splooshing down on your back underneath the water. Swamp water rushing into your eyes, and you also take a strain, and you did a double maneuver, so... Oh, yep, yep. Don't worry. I'm going to pop up behind the skeletons next turn. I'm a swamp monster. Uh, then we have Ketchin, the person who can be useful in this situation. Oh, no. We find yeah. out he's allied with the zombies. Now does. Did he make... Where's his dinner? Did he make a sprite check? He's like, no, those are scary. He's a holy warrior. He's just trying to find the crystal so that he can destroy all the undead. He's just a creepy guy. All right. Ketchin is going to take action. He is going to... Fight as the missiles? Magic missiles? <laughs> no. To add insult to injury, he casts the tangle root thing that I can't... <laughs> <laughs> My mother was chastising me about. <laughs> Guys, you've been a better elf than I am. All right. Short range. He's trying not to hit you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, he didn't roll despair, so he's not hitting you. But he didn't succeed, and he has only one advantage. What does he do? Actually, like, narratively described. I think his advantage is that it will not do anything visual. Okay. So from our perspective, well, for instance, you can't see anything. Exactly. From Hepa's perspective. When you're underwater, you don't see anything. You are screaming, and there is a corpse there. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably not paying attention to what you may not notice. Yeah. Ooh, turns out someone else skipped out of magic actually, school, too. What it looks like is he's stumbling forward, you know, like reaching out balance-wise or something. You know, he throws out an arm, but he's like, it's not obvious to you that anything was supposed to have happened. He seems a little unsteady in the water. Right. I'm probably just looking at this thing screaming, so I probably don't even notice what's going on over there. There is now going to be... (laughs) See my presence of mind to let go of this thing. (laughs) The second corpse shambles over to you as well, uh-huh. and they paw at you. Uh-huh. You have elfy defense, though. I don't want to be touched by a gross <laughs> thing. No, nope. you are naturally. Uh, I wanted adventure, but not this much adventure. We should have brought a bodyguard. Isn't that what trick is? Uh, mm-hmm. There's two good guy story points available. Do you wish to use one to make your life slightly better? For them pawing at me? Yeah. Sure. 
Good news. Given all the water, it should be no surprise that this is a complete wash. <laughs> but they're they're like pawing, you know, swinging arms at you. And it's very uncoordinated. It's not like any sort of trained attack. Right. It's more like flailing mindlessly. They're not landing any solid blows. Okay. They have filth and muck dripping off of them. and. But they're coming towards me. The one that's not holding the rod, is he coming towards me, or does he seem like he's going towards the rod? He's pawing and clubbing at you. Okay. The one whose hand is, like, on the rod is, like, swinging at you with the other arm. Okay. But still has a hand on the the rod. And this rod is... Yeah, what is this thing that... Well... So, what you held in your father's was arm length, kind of. Had a socket that was empty... And looked incomplete in some way. What you're holding right now is actually much longer. This is kind of like quarter staff sized. And there is a creepy skull that looks like it's got like tusks coming out of it and like curled kind of like ram's horns off the top of it. Very nice. Do I have in my hands an artifact? <laughs> you could just use it. <laughs> Right, well, you're holding it right now, perfect. I don't know how long I scream for. You could summon <laughs> some undead to fight off these undead. You were only affected for one round. Okay. However, there's another... There's a second bad guy slot. And that bad guy is going to pop out of the water. It's Trick! Mm-hmm. No, that bad guy is going to pop out of the water and is going to lurch forward, spear, rusty halberd in hand, and is going to thrust it at Kachin. What?! He's working with the undead, or maybe he's just an opportunist. It is the Saurian skirmisher, and she stabs at Kachin. Well, nice knowing you, Kachin. Seems like an okay guy. Because she is using this halberd, she actually has short range. Is a melee weapon with reach. But does she have the strength to use this halberd? She's taken a black die for using this halberd. Okay. It's also the daytime. It's also the halberd is in bad condition. Well, she's also child-sized, so I'm kind of picturing, like... I mean, that's probably why she's not strong enough to hold it well. What about tall? Like, it's taller for her. Yeah. Mechanically speaking, she has less mechanical advantage. Leverage. But maybe medieval people weren't that tall anyway, using halberds. Surely she's got some skill with melee weapons, though. Not if she's just a minion by herself. He doesn't have any defense, though. Let's see if I use it. The evil GM point, which side do I upgrade with it? I guess I upgrade her side. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Alright, she is going to lurch forward at him with the halberd. Swing and a miss. Two threats to her. She overextends with the halberd. And also falls in the water. Ah, no. Catch and take a free maneuver. Catch and takes a free maneuver. Uh, That's not enough to get to medium range in this terrain. It is not enough to get to medium range. But it gets him one maneuver towards medium range, which he might want very much. Yeah, but he moves in such a way that he is further from her, but not further from the zombies. So given the swampiness, he kind of like stumbles back a little bit from this halberd coming at him. He doesn't get super far because it's pulling at his legs and his ropes, but that is what he does. Back to the top then. You're... Or I think you might be having a little bit of a worse time than I am. No, that's a great time. I think maybe you should go first. Okay. Also, you might be out of the water if I decide to try to do something with this rod, which will probably just make me pass out. Trick is going to try to pop up 
behind these fellows, as though this was his plan all along. Do I need to roll for this? Is this a stealth check? I'd like to attack in this turn too, but... Are you thinking that you'll be gaining some special advantage, or are you thinking Trick will look awesome? I'm thinking mainly Trick will look awesome. If I were to get a blue die, that would be extra awesome, but more like I'll just spend a story point to make it awesome. If you spend a story point for the awesomeness? Yeah. It's just a maneuver. I'll do it. As Trick will, you know, he fell into the water in the muck, gone, nothing, some bubbles, bursts up behind these fellows. Uh, these shambling corpses. Shambling corpses. And they start screaming. Half <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! This is why you won't be afraid of them in the future. Yeah. It's not a full human and not a full elf. Ah! Oh, he's so Yes, right, horrible monster. He's everything. Two heads are better than one. Are better in one. You're doing a brawl attack? Yes, because I can use my cunning for that. That fits well with the you have sprung up unexpectedly. Yes. You have a black die from being afraid, though. Yes. Too much adrenaline is coursing through Little your system. Little bit too much. All right, there's a miss, but there is a triumph. You cannot eliminate a minion with a triumph when you miss. No. Can he drop the... He stops holding the yep. rod, though. Yep. <laughs> That's Pretty what we not. want. This rod's kind of scary, too. Yep. You definitely jostle them enough that he's not holding onto the rod anymore. That is my turn. Heppa, the rod is yours. So basically, I have a quarter staff. Yes. You need Ooh. to maneuver to get your sword. That's melee heavy. It's a two handed. My skill is the same with both of them at this point. Either I have to pull out my sword or I have to. I don't know that I have presence of mind to protect this thing right now. Personally, so... I think it makes sense. You're holding a quarter staff essentially in your hands. Yeah. And besides that, you're not trained super fighty, but the staff is the traditional martial weapon of druids of yeah. druids they use far more branchy types things but you've certainly like seen them practicing with them and stuff like that yeah i mean i maybe normally would be a little bit worried if it's an artifact and fighting with it but at this point i'm not <laughs> yes. tell us about the quarter staff staff melee heavy mm-hmm. plus two damage crit four encumbrance two defensive one okay so Can if you... i could wield it i can have a little bit more defense so then i'm just relaying what am I doing? I'm attacking with it, just normal. You're doing a melee heavy attack? Yeah, it's just two, two purples. greens. Against two purples. Did you want to spend a story point to make it upgrade? I'm going to spend a story. It's upgraded because Trick Manu is engaged with them. Actually, two successes. Somehow I got lucky with those. Uh, so it is your brawn plus two plus those two successes. You did six damage. Soak applies. I didn't hit them hard enough for flesh to fly off. Or it doesn't take Mainly a lot. muck, but the distance between what is muck and what is flesh is, you know, shrunk considerably on these fellows. You did damage. I would say flesh does go flying. wetly flying. Oh, so gross. For some reason, I don't think that taking all the flesh off these guys is going to really slow them down that much. What's your approach? Are you a, a swinger or a jabber? What an, is my approach? overhand flacker? I think it's going to be like swing, because that feels like I can get the most... Like, I think I'm going to have to hit them as hard as I can. A momentum kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Grab the thing with two hands and... Yeah, my instinct up. might be that if I can hit them, they might lose their footing or whatever. Even though I probably can't, that would just probably be my job. doesn't seem as... Okay. Yeah. All right, you guys are sloshing around. Where are we? Can I step back? Because I'm not sure we need to fight these guys. You could probably disengage, at least. 
you can disengage from them, but you can't get to short range unless you spend two strain. Okay. It might be good to know how fast these guys are. Let me think about what my instinct is in this, because I'm not battle-hardened at all. Trick so. Menu is engaged, so I'd be leaving you in the I mean, battle. you're still there. You're yeah, not yeah. so far away. Yeah, I'm going to take the strain and try to get away, especially if they're following me, then maybe we can see. If they're slow, we just outrun them. Run them through the traps! That is a ways away. Unless... Yes, I should have learned my magic. <laughs> uh, we got Kajin. Maybe he wants to deal with the Saurian, since otherwise she's going to stab him. Yeah, he's torn between dealing with the Saurian and going after that staff. But... Oh, that's what he's trying to do is get the staff, and I'm just smashing things with it. <laughs> she might break like, it. Yeah, exactly. If only he knew, like, that's what it's used for. He's going to attempt to deal with the Saurian. If that goes poorly, then he may revise his plans. He, right now, is still considered short range from her. Because he didn't make it all the way to medium range. Yes, so he could blast her and then... Yeah, so he's going to try to blast her. And she's wily. Do a better job this time. She's short range. Yep. She has defense. Mm-hmm. All right, it works this time. So, two successes does five damage. She has some soak, but she takes some hits. Okay. And he has an advantage... So I'm thinking you guys are still busy. We don't notice. Yes. Okay. You're preoccupied with the corpses, the walking corpses in your midst. He sloshes back so that he is medium range from her. Okay. Well, it seems like a waste of an advantage because I'm probably not paying attention to whatever he's doing. <laughs> like if we did notice, we would have any clue what it means. Oh, you did magic. Cool. Bad guy slot. Engaged. Yeah, I'm right there. They... At you, Trick Menu. You have no defense. Do you have a desire to use a story point? Nah, I'm feeling mostly okay. I do say their breath is worse than their bite. <laughs> now you'll find out for sure. Yep. Four damage. That, that includes the, the success? Yes. Okay. They're not very strong. But some, some scrapes. I mean, that's more damage than I would do on a success like that. And they have a threat. I can take the knocks a little bit. Just wear them down. All right. That threat will be applied to them as strain, which, since they are minions, means they, like, club at you and, like, part of the arm comes off as well. It's a rough life. It's a rough on life. Yeah. <laughs> and then the skirmisher goes. She decides this halberd is too heavy. She decides it's not good for fighting with. Seemed like a good idea. It seemed like a good idea. Big nasty, but... But instead, she will switch to her little... Thrum spears. Oh, yeah, that'd probably be good. So it's like a maneuver to pull those out, and then she launches one. But he's medium distance from her now. She's a minion, so she can't double maneuver. Oh, no, no, no. I know what she does. She submerges. That's a good idea. We don't know what she does. She goes underwater and out of sight for now. She's mad that we're fighting her undead? She's mad that we brought a necromancer into the... Swamp and we're working with them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, she stole our food first, though. Yeah, but she's not attacking us, is she? No. In fact, we haven't seen anything that's happened between... <laughs> like, yes, the Saurian's right here. Really, Tachin? Like, it's okay, you were spooked by the undead. It happened. Oh, we haven't seen the Saurian. That's funny. 
I mean, you guys hear like splashing and stuff going on, but right. they're splashing right around you as well. Yeah. We are back to the top. Uh, I can knock some heads. I keep knocking heads with these guys. Yeah, you can do that. Because now I'm going to have to... They didn't follow me, so I'm going to have to go back in to... You tested your, your hypothesis. Yeah. And it turned out they were not following you. Trick's going to aim a little bit. So you're not going to be maneuvering away from them? I'm not going to be maneuvering away from them because I think I can take the punches for a while. I aim and then I'm going to launch it. Not a verbal assault. Yes. No clever retorts here. No. But I will spend the story points. You're continuing your cunning style of fighting. Duck and weave. Duck and weave. Yeah, it's a lot of feints, I think. Like, these creatures fall for it every time. Yep. Their fighting style does not exist. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of... Nope! Uh, yes, actually. Just barely? I have two successes. How much damage do you do with two successes? Four. Four, yeah, one of that gets through. But that is enough to take out one of the corpses. How does that go? Trick, not actually trained in brawling either. But I guess these underhanded tactics, he does have like a street fighting style. We'll have to figure out how he came up with that. Brawling, not what elves are known for. An undercut and his head just crunches back. Keeps going. Yeah, like he does get an uppercut in and like the head, it doesn't go flying off, but like it rolls off and then like in the West of animation, down the arm. But instead of catching his head and throwing it back on, it just keeps rolling off into the swamp. And then the whole body just kind of falls Turns over. to dust. All right, you have... Reduce the number of walking corpses. Peppa, there is still one walking corpse there. Realizes that she's much better with her bow than with the staff. Will it take me time to get my bow out and stuff like that? It would that? be it's a maneuver. Okay, yeah. But you will have to drop the staff. Yeah. I or mean, cautiously put it away with another maneuver. Put it away to what? It would just be like slide it between your backpack and your back or whatever. Okay, I'll do that. Take the strain. Yep. Because otherwise, it's going underwater. Okay, okay, that's I didn't I didn't quite get a sense of where we are. Yeah, so put it You're in my... still like sloshing around shin deep. Okay. If I have presence of mind to get my bow out, then I will get this out and hopefully that's not a bad idea. So I am gonna try to shoot him and hopefully Hopefully bows... not hit me. Well, hopefully not hit you. But also hopefully bows do damage against these things. We're gonna find out. Should I have rolled like a lore check or something? That would be adventuring. Can I roll an adventuring to figure out if this is gonna work against these guys? Yep. That will be just an incidental. It will not cost you an action or a maneuver. We will say the difficulty is two purples. I don't succeed. But I got three advantages. You're not sure whether or not it's particularly effective against them. You don't know. So, but I can take blue dice on my for the advantages for my. Uh, you shot. can take. One blue die, uh-huh. and with the balance of the advantages, I will tell you, it does occur to you that arrows would be pretty crummy against skeletons. Okay. But these guys aren't skeletons. These are not skeletons. Okay, so I'm going to try it, and we'll see. How far am I? Medium? You backed or up. Or short, because it takes two, took yeah. you two maneuvers to get there. Okay. So does that mean that's one purple difficulty? Yep. But it's upgrade to red because Trick is engaged with him. But there's no black dice or anything. Nope. Two successes and three advantages. How much damage are you doing? Seven is the bow. Oh, crit is three. So I can use my three advantages to crit? You should use your three advantages for something else. The damage you are doing is enough to take out the corpse. Okay. Maybe I'll take one to heal a strain and then pass two forward to the next ally. You can do that if you wish. 
or you could spend them to notice important things. Okay, I will spend them to notice important things. Now that I've got my bow in my hand. Okay. So one thing you will notice is that there is a sword. No, you will not notice the sword yeah, yeah. because she's emerged again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could she get a faint feeling of magic has occurred here related to Ketchin? I don't know. I will tell you that when you were taking this staff and like swinging it and then like when you were stuffing it in your bag, you didn't get any like sensation of magic. You weren't engaging with it in any way. Mm -hmm. But you could see that underneath that skull, there was a slight glow, okay, a slight purplish glow coming through the eyes of the skull type thing. So it probably has a control crystal. Well, let's smash it open and take it to well, I just, what I this just is realized not a is that I'm proposing in my mind, like, to follow all these quests while carrying a necromantic <laughs> control crystal around everywhere. Yep. I'm just walking to the next town. Hey, what's going on? You also notice that Ketchin is not paying any attention whatsoever to, like, the zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Is he like frantically right looking now, at the yes. water? Right now, he is like looking, looking all, for the highest ground like, he can looking, get on. He's kind of like backing up from wherever he is, and he's looking around the water spread out below him. Okay. Body language is quite alarmed. Okay. There must be more. It is Ketchin's turn. It is Ketchin's turn. Shoot painlessly in the water. How panicked is he? What kind of weapon does he have? He does not. Oh, okay. He has just like a little satchel type thing against okay. his hip, but he carries no weapon. Oh, I thought you said he, when you said shoot, I was like, what has he got? I didn't think he had a weapon. Okay. Man is a lethal weapon himself. Well, apparently not. <laughs> now that he doesn't know where his attacker has gone, he is going to double maneuver to your side. Mm -hmm. Well, cause I got the bow. I makes sense to me. He like continues backing away, watching around. He's double maneuvering, so he's not actually like, doing a perception check. He's yep. not devoting the mental resources to that. He is devoting the mental resources to getting like as close to you as possible. Mm -hmm. And you've taken out that other walking corpse, but Ketchin says the skirmisher is about. She could ambush us from anywhere. And that is what he's doing with his turn as he comes up alongside you. So we're still in battle, though. Because it's skirmisher turn. Last turn, Skirmisher went underwater and ditched that halberd and drew what she should have used all along, her appropriate spear. This turn, she maneuvers through the water and pops up short range. Who she throws? She throws a spear at Ketchin. Short range is one purple. Her skill with ranged. Four greens. She got to upgrade. Sure, she'll upgrade. Why not? Farewell, NPC. She succeeds. She has thrown her spear at Ketchin. Ketchin will now suffer three successes. So it's two plus three plus three, which is eight, which does not totally floor Ketchin, but that is a very bad looking hit. He is moving towards you, like looking frantically at the ground, and as he reaches your side, and says something about the skirmisher, up she pops out of the water and hurls a smaller than the halberd, smaller spear at him. And uh, it catches him like in the ribs and he shrieks in pain is a good, probably that doesn't happen. Yep. In the ribs, yeah, that's lots of, lots of vital organs there. 
Okay. Uh, that was our turn. We are back to the top. Did you want to go, Hepa? You have a bow out already. I do have a bow out. Do Saurians speak our language? Is that they, no? They, I think, can to some degree. They can, possibly. Uh, this one, like, through the spear and made a, like, a <laughs> not discernible, understandable language noise. Right. But you can try speaking to them. So let me get this straight. She came and stole our food, stole a weapon, did not attack us because our numbers are too great. But now there's three of us, and she attacks the weakest of us. The most I mean, she probably, like, she and this guy have probably had a history of bad interactions. But yeah. I mean, I know we agreed to work together, but this might not be our fight. <laughs> you know, like, why is she attacking He's sickly. Like, why is she attacking him? That's true. He is the weakest looking one, I suppose. Also, if you don't want to go, I can have catch and go. Like, you guys were all sharing the same friendly initiative. Yes. Or if you're not sure and you want Trick to go. Yeah, if you want to go or we can, like, catch I Because basically what I was going to do is, like, point my bow at her and be like, explain yourself. Because I really... Something's not adding up for me. Right. I think it makes sense for catch and go because he's frantic. He was just running away. He just got chopped. And so when he takes the staff off of my thing and turns us all into dead, then we'll know he's back. Yeah, then we'll know. <laughs> then we have confirmation. <laughs> what does Ketchin do? Ketchin takes the staff off your back, unless you oppose that. I think I'm going to. Okay. Then it's going to be a check for him to do it. Yeah, but only because this doesn't, something about this doesn't add up for me. Okay. Like, I'm the one with the ranged weapon. That's, like, this whole thing just seems, unless she's working with the undead, but still. Okay. I think... I could see an argument for his skullduggery versus her vigilance. He's going to try to get the thing, and she needs to notice that that's what his movement is about. Yeah. If you were grabbing onto it, then you guys would actually be wrestling with strength-based stuff. Yeah. He's reaching behind you. And apparently I have some sort of subconscious thing that he wants this... Well, yeah, he's creepy. He wants a staff. I'm sure that's yeah. what it is. I'm very smart. That's all I'm going with here. Your vigilance is... Two. All right, his cunning is also two. He fails. He makes a grab for the staff, but you jerk your torso sufficiently such that he cannot get it, at which point he moves behind you as cover. Okay. What do I do? Yeah. Okay, so he's grabbing at the staff, and now he's behind me. How far is the Saurian from me? Short range. So if I step forward, am I engaged? No, you need two maneuvers to get too engaged because the water makes for bad terrain. Okay. I just don't like him quite at my back since he's been grabbing at the thing on my back. I mean, you could, like, step back behind him and play this little game of Fleet Frog with him. I could step to the side and turn so I have eyes on both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do that. She's the one that's actually throwing things, so I am actually going to point my bow at her. What am I going to say? This will be an intimidation check. Yeah. What do proper elves learn? What did they teach us in scouting? <laughs> one on one. Yeah. I should have paid more attention. They didn't teach parlay. We established that last week. Oh, right, right. Retreat. If somebody shoots you with an arrow, you run away. But nobody shot you with an arrow, so. Yeah, this is yet. the first that she's. Apparently, sirens aren't as scary as humans. I tell her, stand down, explain yourself. All right, let's see how. Please explain yourself, young lady. <laughs> All right. Make your intimidation check is coercion, two purples. How are we doing on story points? Do we have any left? We have two, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and upgrade. Two failures. Uh, she hisses back, I don't need to explain myself to you, egg crusher. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I thought this was about him being a necromancer, but probably he got into her babies or whatever. I wonder if Egg Crusher's just an insult. Hey, this is the Saurian that took our meat. Do you wish to try some sort of social engagement? Yes. Now you took our meat and our halberd last night. Get, you can keep the halberd, but I'm going to need that meat back. No, no, we need the halberd with the record. We can get a new one, that's fine. I'm not I worried about that. I don't say that. Are you looking to negotiate? I'm looking to negotiate. I don't actually have a talent for this. Uh, You're mean? just relying upon NPCs having horrible negotiation. Uh, also, I have terrible coercion. Can you charm her? Oh, we'll maybe get to there. I don't think I can right. do that right now. Okay. Roll your negotiation check. Ah, uh, there's no more undead. I'm not afraid of them anymore. Okay. The difficulty of your check is one purple. Three successes. One advantage. All right. I mean, she doesn't have to agree with there, but she might also look at the situation and be like, okay, now there's... How, how desperate is she? Or is the situation no longer in her favor? She can submerge. I don't know why she's yeah. still here. That, that might be what she wants to do. Now that all eyes are on her. What do you call an egg crusher? Egg crusher? You have made her an offer of keep the rusty halberd that you already have, but give us our meat back. But you have succeeded your negotiation check. She said, no, I'll keep the meat and you keep the halberd. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, give me that meat and I'll give you your dry meat back. Oh, this guy. Okay. Do you want her to make a negotiation check? <laughs> it, it, it's her turn. She can do, if she's seriously negotiating, then I think she should. Yep. She can spend a story point. Three purples to her. I will also inject a clever retort. Okay. Like, no, that meat's not a good. You don't want that. <laughs> That's our meat. <laughs> so she is looking at five threats here, but a success. So clearly negotiation is a way to settle this. Yeah. Like, is a, is a viable way to settle this. She's not attacking right now. Like, but she is, like, keeping... She has, like, kind of, like, her hand, like, poised, ready to, like, pull another little throwing spear. Yep. If yep. she needs to. So that, that was her counter offer. Right. She has a bunch of threats. She has a ridiculous quantity of threats. Why does she want this meat specifically? Uh, or is it just convenient? You want that information. Yeah. She gives away a little too much. I mean, just because she talks, does that mean she's not meat for us? Because we need meat. Kidding. <laughs> nope, it's because she's got thumbs. Oh, right, right. So, what does she say that would give away this information? She indicates that, essentially, he is future dangerous, rather than... I see. Like, he might look weak now, but he's... Right. Like, you have to stop these things before they start. I see. She probably doesn't say it quite that clearly. Right, right. It's probably more like, better to have a meal today than be one tomorrow. Okay. So, she feels that he is a potential threat that okay, needs to be fair. dealt with before it gets worse. That's that's completely reasonable. I wasn't scary enough to be a current or future threat. <laughs> <laughs> You're just an egg crusher. I'm not even an egg crusher. I'm like an eggs toucher. That is her turn. That is her turn. We are back to the top of the order. I feel like you're making some headway. Maybe. Unless you want to see what Ketchum does. I think he's off the table. I'm going to take a blue there. <laughs> nope, not until you have fancy bard powers. Yeah. I have an idea, but 
Oh. I'm open to ideas. I'm not sure what I can actually barter for in this situation. To take him away with you. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, like, if her concern is that he's here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were going to go search other battlefields so we could find another crystal tree by him. I think it's a trick and rationalize that. Like, look, you give us our meat back, and we'll take this meat, but we'll take him far away. So you want two meat bags? What I mean, I'm a, such an excellent negotiator. I get two meat bags for the price of one halberd. One halberd that I've already lost. Okay. Wait, isn't it in here or did it get, go in the water? It's underneath the water in, I mean, this, she can probably find it. in this area. She can very easily find it. So you are offering to escort him out of her swamp space. Yeah. You can make a, another negotiation check. Are you going to throw anything else in to sweeten the deal or just the halberd that you've already given away? I don't have any other things. Like, oh, you might have noticed a lot of the water around here is bad. To sweeten the deal, I'll throw in this pristine elven dowling rod. <laughs> Help you find clean water. You're giving away a dowling I'm not giving it away. I'm making a necessary trade, a sacrifice that I, mean, I have to it's make. It's yours. We, besides, we still have one. Oh, no, we can't give him our dowling rod. <laughs> I was my dad like, I had to do it to protect this person's life and to end the violence. You were hoping I'd break the other one, weren't you? I mean, what happens, happens. I will <laughs> give you a blue die for throwing in. I feel like Saurians probably also use primal magic. And I will ask if you're upgrading. Sure, why not? One success and four advantages. I declare victory to Team Elf. She throws a bag and submerges. Uh, you have to toss her the dowling rod. Very well. I, Trick makes a ridiculous show. Uh, you've got the bag? Oh, oh, I want to see you inside the bag. She, like, sinks a little bit below the water and, like, comes up with your bag. Okay. I've now rehydrated things. <laughs> oh, man, bad water in there. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth it for us. <laughs> Maybe she should just keep it. It's only been in that water for a few hours. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I'll toss her the dowling rod. Okay. She slings the wet bag at you. But, I mean, would you want to eat rehydrated beef jerky that was in the bag? I, I feel like it takes it longer dry. than that to rehydrate beef jerky. In a swamp? Your family got the good stuff, though. But it's still been in a bog. You can eat dried fruit if you want. I think I will. Cool or discipline? Yes, cool or discipline to recover strain. But what does Kutchum do now? They make the trade, they toss the things at each other, the Saurian sinks back into the water. He's um, still, like, paranoid? He kind of staggers back and, like, holds his bleeding, gaping side that had, like, the spear hit. He took a really, really bad hit. Like, the adrenaline rush of, like, combat is over, and he is, right. he is visibly, like, shaking. Right. Well, only the power of the staff can save him. Oh, no. <laughs> Show this gonna, crystal in that wound. I was gonna try medicine check. Oh, we can try that too. <laughs> in the middle of the swamp. Uh, let's. With as the, per the agreement, with, with get the him out of here. Around. <laughs> yeah, let's get him out of here. But he does, among like the blood he's coughing up, he does. Thank you for not feeding him to a saurian. Well, she just didn't have a good enough bargain. I, I say in a way that's somewhat unsettling to him, perhaps. Do you wish to be? Uh, Are no, you I just whatever he says way? to be like charming to think. Oh, well, it's like the clever retort on can, him can come off that way. Yeah. Okay. So I have my bow out. If you want to help him. Yeah, I'll help him. Why okay. was she so fixated on you? 
Who understands how those things think? Well, they like to trade, it seems. They're terrible traders, though. I had none of those things, except you, and I ended up with more. But you gave her your dowsing rod. I did have to give her, give up my personal dowsing rod. Uh, but I think she'll, she'll be able to do a lot of good with it. You want a deception check? I want a deception check. This is to indicate whether you care about the rod, or whether you think she'll be using it. I, I truly believe that she'll be using yeah, it. Yeah, I think that you care is what the lie is. That I care about the rod, yeah. Three purples. Alright, but do I get a blue since I am so practiced in telling this lie? That's true, you have told this lie many times. I fail with a triumph and two advantages. Okay. And I am like too cavalier. And yes. Too thick. You lay it on. Oh no, not the dowsing rod. <laughs> it's clear that you didn't care about that dowsing rod at all. But, you have a triumph. I suspect it's because you don't know how to use it. <laughs> you have advantages, so, you know, maybe it's like you just said. Your advantages go towards Hepa still having a positive I mean, miss. The, the, you have a triumph here. The triumph could be, like, not a threat to catch him, but an indication that, like, Trick, like, even though he's a seemingly very trusting person, like, he is negotiating. Yes, he's giving up something he does not care about in order to get something he does want. That, like, he is actually capable and maybe, like, I don't want to say not to be trifled with, but... Okay. He is not a pushover. That is an interesting interpretation. Because what I was thinking was this makes Trick even more sympathetic to Ketchin. That was... Trick's triumph makes him more sympathetic to Ketchin? I'm not saying you feel sympathetic towards him. Oh, oh, he's a sympathetic character. As in, like, a one, like, Trick didn't judge him right away. But also, you clearly lie a lot oh. about things pertaining to yourself and your interests. I see. I see. He sees almost like a kindred spirit. Yes. I see. That sounds interesting. Let's, let's go with that. He he feels, yes. Some this is someone of... with certain moral flexibilities. Yes. Okay. We can roll with that. So, see, I we think... we trust each other. Fine. Because we're bros. <laughs> <laughs> Pull him up out of the mud. You don't reach into a woman's bag, man. You can't do that. <laughs> Still skews me out that she's just coming in the middle of a battle, we're all armed, and attacking him. The one unarmed guy that's... I mean, she thought she could pick him off from the side, deal with that, and then not worry about us. So what I propose is I propose that we stop here, and then next session we will pick up with the medicine treating and... Right, right. And perhaps repercussions of what we all observed here, plus you have the rod now and stuff like that. But I think this is a good place to call it for now. Yeah, I should write down Discussions of where to next. We still gotta get this... You're still looking for a control crystal to go to another battlefield, probably. I think we have a control crystal. Well, yeah, we're good together. You wanted one, too. Look, we wanted to hit another battlefield anyway. Oh, well, I see what you're saying, getting another one. I was like, yeah. we can investigate this one and see if we can break it, but I have a feeling he's going to take it first chance he gets. Well, there's a good chance that I don't want to chase him down. <laughs> All right. Like, bro, you betrayed me. And he says, no, bro, the elves betrayed you. Nick Bromancer. <laughs> so just to review here... You are still interested in what the deal is with the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that for a second. I was thinking well, about... Well, now you have an artifact. What's going to happen when I... Yeah, when I do that. He may not be able to trust me, but okay. Chances uh, of Hepa summoning a zombie. Turning into a necromancer. I'm like, oh, I don't see what the big deal was. Here, hey, brother. Now we're brothers. See? <laughs> Boom. Yes. Family. I'm still interested in the water. You previously expressed interest in why he seems so ill. Yeah, his mystery illness. There was still some stuff under the water, but I don't know if that was 
solved enough by finding something under the water to... Yeah, I mean, you didn't come here to find everything that is under the water. But there is the bog iron, which that's I don't true. know why I'm curious about that. I just want to see There's it. not actually... That's just, you know, a, a mild mineralogical curiosity. Yeah, I just want to... I think I just want to see that since we're here. Do some sightseeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can see it on the way out. I mean, maybe we collect some, bring it back. Okay. Is there anything new of interest to trick? <sighs> that's a good question. Uh, like so, Ketchin is someone he trusts to a degree, but he also saw him reach for the staff. He's, there's weird things about him, so I think he'd like to know more about him. I mean, to be fair, he was under attack, and I had a weapon stick yeah. on my back. Yeah, like, it's not 100% untoward, right? But there's still something off-putting, regardless of how much he and I trust each other. So, like, we'll, we'll learn more about his story. Okay. Like most people don't want to know about undead things. Oh, I can do a medicine check on him for the spear, and I can, can. examine him all I want. When you put it that way, it sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> I, maybe I'm the one that's not to be trusted. <laughs> so, I think Trick would be interested in Ketchin's background a little more detailed. Okay. Like, Trick has figured out, like, okay, this guy's kind of outcast. Like, I'm not asking, like, you know, well, why did you get, why aren't you living in human society anymore? But what, what his story is. What got him interested in undead artifacts? Okay. But it's because of, like, this things like this triumph, it's somehow not in a judgmental way. Yeah. But as though, like, this is a novel concept to trick. Well, you've been very casual about the fact that you're here for undead stuff. Yep. Which is not something that is normal. Yeah, because there's not explicitly, uh, you know, illegal in elven society, because it's impossible for elves. So they say. So they say. I think Uncle Thran was making that one up on the fly. <laughs> I did <do> too. <laughs> but I might not... Have... Express that. It's really, I think, just elves are compulsive liars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's No, weird. you cannot step in this forest. It's sacred. There's actually no, like, actual sacredness to forest. It's just, like, some elf a long time ago, that was the first lie they came up with, and yeah. now they just have to perpetuate it. They have it. to keep it going. Uh, yeah. Okay. You guys survived your first real combat, and you didn't feed a potential ally to a potential To another enemy. potential... So I, I would think like she was a potential ally. She was. She, I'm sure if we fed her a necromancer, she would have been much more friendly. <laughs> Did you want XP? Yeah. Sure. You can have 15 experience. All right. Now I can figure out if I have magic. I mean, you've encountered a bit more magic of different varieties now. You've realized the need for, like, oh, I could do some brambles. Yeah, the brambles would have helped with the stuff under the water. Maybe not, because that would have been pretty far, and I couldn't see it, but... I mean, you could have had it pinned down the zombies so they couldn't get at it, get us, and they're just kind of stuck there. They didn't really do anything to us. Uh, I mean, they scraped at me a bit. Yeah. Did they scrape at you a bit? They, yeah, they didn't, didn't land a blow. Uh, they missed when they swung at her. They really scared me. Yeah. They made her That's scream. That's something, yeah. Might have scratched her throat. But you succeeded, you got the staff. That's what counts. So yeah, I mean, we could look for more control crystals, Yeah, but no promises. Look, we wanted to check out more battlefields. More battlefields is probably a chance of more control crystals. Yeah. That's okay. You can trust him and I can just not. He could I mean, be just like, I don't know. You two can like goof around with his staff while we're traveling. I really thought I would like be interested. I was like, wow, he seems a lot like Hepa, but then there's just something about him that is unsettling to her.
GM Jennifer here. At the end of this episode, you hear me once again review with my players what they and their characters are interested in doing. This is a technique I picked up from the Mythic GM emulator. When playing with that, you specifically keep track of story threads, adding new ones to the list when they crop up and crossing them off when they are resolved. I find it a helpful practice, particularly at the start of a new campaign, when everyone is getting used to their new characters and a new world. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience. <laughs>